Hello everyone and welcome to the Green Gears podcast. It's been a while since we did our first episode back in December. Not our fault. Yeah, not our fault. A lot hasn't worked. It got the Formula E got cancelled in January because of the pandemic again, mm-hmm. um, and not much has really been going. It's the off season for many things, but we're finally back, and uh, Formula E is go- is uh, going again. Just to give you a bit of insight in what this podcast is, if you're a first time listener. Uh, we cover basically all electric motorsport, all the news that's going on, mainly Formula E, but also we've got Extreme E. Extreme we will e be doing com- Extreme E when it starts. Exactly. So we've got uh, some races coming up soon. And now Formula E's back, we thought we'd start up the podcast again mm-hmm. and uh, just get talking about what happened this weekend. Uh, I'm your host, Matt, and I'm joined by my wife, Kat. Yeah. So yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Formula E's back at Diria for its uh, two races in two, two races days. Extravaganza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of uh, what theatres called it when you got one after the other. I have no idea. You're the theatre kid. Man- you? Man- <laughs> no, no, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not involved in the arts. Well, one after the other. So two races, two days, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I think it was a great I, start to the season. It it was, but I've aged. It's It was so stressful to watch at oh, times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was at this point where our dog wouldn't let me watch it because he was worried I was too upset. Yes. It, <laughs> yeah, I think my uh, beard has gone to grey now. I was stroking it so much. Uh, it was... <laughs> I think the best thing to do is to go into Formula E without any favourites. I mean, we've got the people that we look, sort of look up to or, you know, we really yeah. respect and watching them in a race is just... Uh, you're doing what the Mahindra boss does, which oh, yeah. is tap your heart all uh, the time. You need to do that to keep it going. To keep it going. Because it will stop <laughs> yeah. if you have any kind of favouritism. And yeah. I think it is fair to say that I don't think you can watch any sport without having a favourite. No. I'm sure yeah. even people on the BBC who do the football have their teams that they love. Oh, of course. I mean, the, yeah. most of the pundits for football are mm. ex-players of that team. Mm. And they're very biased when they come to like you know a result or something yeah, like that yeah and uh yeah it, it's sort of especially when you start watching it and you you get your eye on someone who's doing well that race or they do a move and yeah. you're just like oh they're one to watch yeah and then from that point on you just keep watching what they do and stuff like that and then they become a favorite you follow them on social media which yeah. we do and you you feel like you know them after a while, <laughs> and yeah, then you and see then, them in the race, and you like having a heart attack as if they're your son or something like that. Yeah, it is. You feel very you feel very protective over people, but at the same time, I think you and I are not biased enough to say that we forgive bad behaviour. No, no, of course. If, if someone is in the wrong, even if it's one of our favourites, we will absolutely admit yes. that that was stupid. Yeah, I think any logical fan would do the same. Really, if they see yeah. their driver doing something wrong. They wouldn't support that. But, but at the same like, time, but, you can still respect like, them. like a parent of a convict child. Yeah. You, you still, <laughs> like a, yeah as <laughs> you, we know. You, you would still go visit them in prison. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Depending on the crime. <laughs> con- well, that's a topic for another day, I think. Um, but anyway, so they're back in Deria, but this time it was a bit different. So it was in February again, which is what it was last season. It's back at Deria, but this time they changed it up a bit. They made it a nighttime race. And mm-hmm. honestly, first impressions, it looked really beautiful with the cars and the liveries oh, yeah. and the, the halo with its lights on yeah. it was a fantastic track really mm-hmm. I, I thought it looked brilliant in the lights yeah i like the saudi arabia track i think it's um 
I liked it being in the dark. I thought it was a little bit hilarious how some of them had gone for glow-in-the-dark helmets and then the lights were so good that it (laughs) wasn't really appreciated. I feel like there was kind of, there was this hype about it. It was going to be in the dark. And I think we assumed that there were no lights. (laughs) (laughs) Just blind driving. Blind high-speed driving, which should be a sport, but I understand why it's not. A glow-in-the-dark helmet. Beautiful to look at on social media. So beautiful. Not the best. I think it was only DaCosta that actually had I that. I think there were more than that, but I remember more. seeing DaCosta's one thinking, that's going to look so cool. And then they got on the track and I was like, the lights are so bright. Yeah, the only <laughs> thing I can think of why they did that was maybe to sell it on for a charity event or... Oh, maybe, yeah. You know, first nighttime race, here's mm-hmm. the first helmet used yeah. by the, the, the champion from last year. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it didn't work in the race. It was just a white helmet. No, <laughs> so, it was. It was. A you bit knew of who fun. he was. It's so. a bit of, yeah, I mean, you know who he is anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you yeah, but tell. you can tell the difference between <laughs> Jev and uh, DeCuster anyway now because of the plain white helmet that was meant to be glow in the dark. You could always but tell wasn't. the difference between Jev and DeCuster because Jev has red on his car that and DeCuster doesn't. That is true. Um, but anyway, so let's start things off. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll talk about the practice for the first race. So we're going to order. Mm-hmm. Uh, De Vries dominated. The Mercedes yes. kind of dominated that I, one, which was a worrying sight for me. But I would like to thank my clairvoyance on this one yeah. that I predicted even before free practice one. And I did this on the predictor. I did not change it yeah. after free practice one um, that De Vries was going to get pole. Yeah, you, yeah, you did. did. You said there was something about him that you just felt he had the drive to be the champion this year. And I can... Mm-hmm. After seeing, pre- well, practice one, it's a bit hard because obviously they don't go full pace in practice one mm-hmm. because they're just trying to get used to the track, especially yeah. at night. Um, so practice one sometimes just means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. But then, then practice two comes about and he just dominates it. Yeah. And so it's just like, okay, I totally see what you were getting at when you said he's got the drive to be the champion because he I really so. showed that. I think it was something I just noticed about him last year was I think we meant I think I mentioned this in the last podcast actually it was so long ago I can't remember (laughs) but um that he has this wonderful chaos that is just gradually getting more and more focused and that I think you have to come from a place of being quite a risk taker and make a couple of mistakes in order to know the absolute limits of of your driving and I think he's really got into that He's, he's got into the groove of it really yeah. he, he knows the limits of that track he knows the limits of his car he knows the risks he needs to take he knows where to slow down and conserve energy it was I had this faith in him <laughs> yeah and he just he, I mean there was nothing to you can say oh no Mercedes are going to dominate but honestly he was just he was just flying he was yeah. he knew he didn't put a foot wrong once. And also, it's not really Mercedes dominating because it's his first win. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we've I'm had just saying, three you know. years of Tachita's yeah. winning. Yeah, yeah. So. I, what I'm just saying is, you know, you can't look at, like, if mm. you're a new fan to it and yeah. you see Mercedes at the top, I don't think it was fair to say, oh, it's just because Mercedes money, although I was worried about that at the start. Yeah. I, I honestly think Nick DeVries was just on a whole different level on that first practice. On, on oh, all of just, the practice, just, qualifying and the race, he was just on a whole different level. He's in the zone. He it was, was it was a yeah. thing of beauty. Yeah, and and it's surprising because a lot of people were saying this is Van Dorn's year. 
he's going to be the top driver mm. and to get shown up by De Vries I know they haven't got the rivalry that maybe the to cheaters have mm-hmm. but it's, it's a bold statement for De Vries to um, be the top mm. compared to his teammate who is the popular one I mean let's be honest Van Dorn is Van far Dorn. popular than yeah. De Vries who is still very popular yeah. but to come out make a statement and top all the sessions yeah. in the first round that says but, something really I mean Van Dorn appears to me to be someone who loves racing because it's racing and I think he yeah. would be incredibly happy for his teammate to do so well oh I'm sure I'm sure like I say I don't think there's any rivalries at all they don't strike Um, me as the type but I just think it's very interesting that a lot of people are like this is Van Dorn and completely forgot that Nick DeVries is a Formula 2 champion Mm. and he races in Le Mans Mm. and he's not competing in Formula 2 this season it's simply Formula E so he's got just that in his sights and I think that's what helped him to be so successful and all those sessions and it looked like he just loved that track I mean everyone loves that track because it's so fast and to win the first race of the season it really puts him in the sight for being a contender I think just off the bat I know it's the first race and the commentators were saying you know no only once someone's won the first race and gone on to win the championship yeah but seeing how determined he was during that session and throughout mm-hmm. the whole weekend, despite his penalty and mm-hmm. uh, qualifying, well, not penalty, but you know mm-hmm. they couldn't compete in qualifying, mm-hmm. he really proves to himself that he is a future champion easily. Oh easily. yeah, absolutely. And again, I think I think I mentioned this in our previous podcast. So I'm really sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I I have really thought that De Vries, um I did actually I think put Gunther in that list as well. Yeah, of people I think are going to be sort of legends of this mm-hmm. sport um i still think gunther can i'm not i, I, I think I, I so it was <laughs> it, it was a it was a bad weekend for him yeah um, it was a very unfortunate weekend for him but yeah i mean it was the first oh, well before we get into the actual yeah. race itself um you mentioned the predictor so predictor. We'll, we'll talk about that mm-hmm. so what who who did you predict well, I predicted De Vries on pole. So you got your 10 points for I that did. one. I did. I did. Um, I predicted the first attack mode was Sergio Sete Camera. Just based on his performance at the Formula <clears throat> E races he did last year. Yeah. Um, the very small... The fewer, well, he was, he was, amount, he was but, new. Yeah. I Normally, rookies are kind of just testing it out. I mean, yeah, we'll talk true. about race two in a second. Yeah, I was really expecting, you know, for his first full season, mm-hmm. him to be kind of just getting into the getting into the groove of it and learning. And so I thought, oh, he might just go for attack mode early just to be in it. I was wrong. No, um, I think everyone was wrong. Well, apart, yeah. apart from one person who got, oh no, the highest points was 40. So I'd imagine no <laughs> one got the first attack mode, right? It's a blind stab oh, in the bark at sorry, that point. Sorry, I am the, actually looking at the wrong the one. I said... Sorry, I was looking at yesterday's one. Oh, I was going to say, I think. I'm so I sorry. You <laughs> I'm so sorry. I did say Sergio Zeta Gamma for race two, actually. Yeah. Uh, but I said Mitch Evans for first uh, attack That's funny because I put Bird. <laughs> for completely opposite reasons for why I chose Sergio Zeta Gamma. You thought Evans wanted to push up and yeah, gain I, I an think, advantage straight up. I think Mitch Evans wants to win this championship. I can see that, yeah. 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 So that that's interesting because I put his teammate Bird, who I thought exactly the same thing, and he'd <laughs> want to push up, yeah, um, to take first attack mode. But of yeah. course, first attack mode was Nick Kesty, and 
Mm-hmm. You, you did get the for, pole position. For right? pretty much the reasons why I chose Sergio yeah, Sete I Camera mean, the next day. Yeah, so <laughs> the rookie did take it. But mm-hmm. to be fair, the envisions were right at the back. It was really... Because of a horrible qualifying session for them. Yeah, it was um, sad for them. I felt really bad for Frines and Cassidy, yeah. just how unfortunate that was. But it's yeah. just the first race. Yeah, but we'll get into the, the actual yeah. sessions in a, in a second. Mm-hmm. So so you got... I put Lotterer for fast uh, for pole position. I, I, I've seen Lotterer be on pole so many times, and I really thought... And then after, Mitch Evans, shove him off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> after free practice... <laughs> two yeah free practice two where he got second in the in the in the timings mm-hmm. i thought maybe lotter could uh mm-hmm. maybe this is lotter's time to get a pole and a win yeah uh, it wasn't time so <laughs> where no. did he he uh I, I can't even see him on the score oh he qualified seventh so Lotterer is one didn't of even my... make super pole which well, was a shame lotter is one of my favorite drivers to watch yeah i do love lottery brings a lot of excitement it's a bit dodgy at times uh, but it does bring yeah, a lot but of as excitement. we said earlier <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah um yeah. so i yeah i put him wrong so but it was devries so you you got your 10 points I got my there 10 points. um highest grid climber who did you put for that antonio felix da costa yes so why didn't you think he would be at the front because he was doing a quality first and you never answer. you yeah. never do well in quali if you go out first. No, that is it. So I yeah. figured he's going to be at the back, and he was with his middle back. Well, yeah, um, I mean they had an awful time as well, mm. like the virgins, <laughs> not the envision virgins. I, every time it's I so spe- hard to say every that. time I speak to my mom, I have to call them the envision virgins. I can't. I, I just, <laughs> just cannot. I cannot just say the word virgin to my yeah. mother. <laughs> <laughs> the virgin drivers. Um, so I put. I mean, this was a stupid prediction for me. Highest grid climber, I put De Vries, but when you're in pole, unless he spins out <laughs> on the first bend and makes his way back up. Um, but I wasn't, for some reason, I didn't even consider De Vries as pole. But that wouldn't be a grid climber because it's where you start. It's how many positions you move up. <laughs> That's a very good <laughs> point. So I had no chance. Logic? I had no chance. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was his teammate. So I, I was in the right ballpark in some respects. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Stuffel Van Dorn. That was the highest grid climber in that that one uh yep. fastest lap who did who did you go with jean eric van uh, it's funny because i went with his teammate uh, the <laughs> champion uh de costa and uh very disappointed but we'll get to that in a minute with the to cheaters yeah um but they, neither of them gathered got it did no they? So it, was it was rene rast rene rast to be fair i'm gonna put him for fastest lap i think forever. i'll put him in everything yeah. <laughs> yeah as long as he scores in the points i think we're uh we're gold for that one and then yeah. the 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 Epre, I was going to say Grand Prix, it's Epre, winner. I'm surprised you didn't put De Vries as the winner. I put Gunther as the winner. Why? What was the logic behind that? You said you had the drive to get there. Because so you predicted him pole, but I not winning? trust De Vries to be very, very fast. But I've also seen instances where De Vries goes for it. And it. I, I guess I was yeah. basing my opinion on how I felt De Vries would do last season rather than anticipating how much he would improve this season. This season, yeah. There's also the fact that every time in Saudi a BMW does well. is somewhere yeah. at the top. Yeah, yeah. Um we had De Costa two years ago, Sims on pole both times last year, and a Sims Gunther won too, even though Gunther was disqualified. Um 
Yeah. I think it was a Sims Gunther. He was, he was, he came yeah, it was second Sims on Gunther. one of them. Yeah, yeah. Sims Gunther. And so I was just like, well, he's come second. He's in a BMW. Mm-hmm. These are all plus points. You yeah. know, these are all things yeah. that with logic. And then as formally he does, it takes any certainty you have, <laughs> makes you doubt yourself and ruins your confidence. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> it, it's funny because when I opened the predictor for the first time, I put yeah. Gunther, Pole and Race win. And then as soon as that first practice was done over, I dropped mm. in both in both those things yeah they just didn't have a lot of faith they didn't look like they were doing that that well like compared Mm. to last year where they were dominating and in pre-season testing where they were dominating yeah they just didn't look good but um who did i put as oh i put evans as the race winner i wasn't far off because he did get third at from sixth yeah so i i think he was trying to push but um yeah a bit far off. DeVries was longer. He was forced. Was so, he won by yeah. four point one seconds? So that's mm. pretty damn impressive for a first yeah. race. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we're moving on to the qualifying now. The first session, the first group was an absolute mess once again, as it always usually is. As as anything ever is when you put two to cheetah drivers together. Yeah. I, well, two to cheetah drivers as well as two champions. Two other champions, mm-hmm. Degrassi and Boemi. <laughs> yeah. And you've got Roland, who really showed pace, and he wants yeah. to prove himself in that Nissan. Yeah. So you just had, like, the five... I mean, you've got the six... Oh, no, wait, I'm missing some, someone. I can't remember who else was in it. Um, Van Dorn. Yeah, Van Dorn. So you, yeah. had, you just had, like, the, the busiest pack of people who want to prove themselves, and none of them you, are going to want to... You had the level of competitiveness unseen anywhere else yeah. i think yeah it was is... some of the biggest drivers all competing with similar lap times in free practice and then so. three of them bunched up de costa going into the back of uh sending them <laughs> wide and you're just like oh the joke it's just it's, it's just a sprint race at this point it's like a two yeah. minute sprint race and it, yeah. was, it was a joke so Roland did well. Roland was the only one. He got some free space, so he was able mm. to set a good lap time and get 10th on the grid. Mm-hmm. Then I'm pretty sure it was Degrassi, was... Boemi, De Costa, Vern. But that, <laughs> that first group was a was a joke, as we kind of expected. Roland was lucky to um, yeah. get 10th, although he was very angry on the radio, swearing on live TV. So that was entertaining, but um, <laughs> yeah. not for the commentators. Uh, so absolute... <laughs> joke of a session literally getting 10th 15th 16th 17th 18th and 19th in that yeah. first group so uh and then you had the the rest of them devries was in a nice little group so he was able to get his fastest lap time and what a fast time i mean mm. that was the track record when he did set it but obviously yeah. that got topped by the second yeah. session mm-hmm. um then you had the controversy of the final group and the yellow flag in the last sector. If you ask me, I think it's a bit harsh. I mean, I get it. You don't want Oof. them going into the back of SETI camera. Yes. But at the same time, you didn't. they don't have any other time to get a, a single think, lap in. I think Jack Nichols made a fair point in that whatever time they did would be their fastest time. Because yeah, even they if they slowed down, the <laughs> if they slowed down, then 
that's that. Yeah. I I don't know. I just think it was so unfair on... Sorry, the dog is digging the corner of the room. I have no idea why. (laughs) I think the thing is that I I felt a bit bad for Cassidy and Muller, to be honest, because they got into Super Bowl and they had really competitive times. Yeah. And that was just taken away because they didn't coast. But the yellow flag rules the same for all motorsport. Yeah. If you don't lift off in that bit, um, you, you yeah, that's you, it's a penalty. So it it's it feels unfair, but in a way, it is for their safety. Yeah, and for the safety I think of that's it. Else. If one of them, if one of them went over the line, got a really fast time, and then the one at the back of that group mm-hmm. that has to go through locks up and goes straight into the back of City Camera. Yeah, you're talking about something that could be very dangerous yeah so although it's sad for Cassidy Muller I think it was those two um that got through to Super Bowl I don't know if any of the others did but um, I I felt bad for those two I think we should mention to the um podcast that although we love this sport we are not professional rememberers <laughs> no and neither of us i haven't memorized are a hundred percent at every single fact no and, no um, i mean i've got some facts in front of me but i mean it's just basic data really if we forget something it was probably not important in the first place yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it can't have been that important um but so yeah so it was debris on pole by a long shot yeah. followed by verline rast Mortara. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember who's fifth because they're right down here at the bottom. Oh, Lynn. And then it was Mitch Evans in the Super Bowl. And they mm-hmm. basically sort of just qualified in order of where they came on the grid before yeah, Super Bowl re- anyway. They the just only, repeated it, yeah. The only swap was Rast, I think, got ahead of Mortara. Or it could have been the other way around. Yeah. I really cannot remember. Um, but either way, DeVries was just flying. So, oh, yeah. easy pole. It was well, it easy. was a fantastic. Well, it was he made it look easy. He made it look and easy. I think yeah. for a race that is uh, for a track that is as difficult as that one is supposedly, he he really did um make himself look like a real champ out yeah, there. I think mm-hmm. he really did. Um and then going into the race I mean what a fantastic race to start it off. Um he just dominated the race as well. Mm-hmm. He got Ras got extremely close at one point, and I really thought Ras was going to take the lead, and then yeah. safety car came out, and it was like, oh, that was the opportunity because he was 0.6 seconds, and they had the yeah. last bit of attack mode from what I remember, and he was closing that gap. And I mm-hmm. do think if that safety car hadn't come out, maybe Ras could have won, but then we don't know the energy efficiency of I them. They're both you, you new have to, to it. Sort take of. safety cars as uh, as part of the race. You have yeah. to. I mean, it's well, part of the going excitement. Going into the next we race, will, we'll discuss I, that. Watch but. as in five minutes, I completely change my mind. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go and go completely against that in a minute, so make a timestamp of this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I would have loved to have seen Rust win it. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, he joined very late in the season last time. DTM champion for mm-hmm. I think we mentioned it in the last podcast how many times it was. I can't remember if it was two or three. Yeah. Um he's beaten Muller many many times. Yes. <laughs> and uh so it would have been very interesting to see that battle, but after mm-hmm. the safety car, Rast dropped off. Um I don't know if he was trying to save energy. 
Yeah. De Vries just gained his lead again, and mm-hmm. uh, then a few overtakes that happened. Uh, speaking of the overtakes, <laughs> say, oh, just a few overtakes that happened. The overtake of the year, I think. Oh yeah, well, I can't. Very quick year, but I um, can't imagine it being topped as just being sheer genius or and madness. Yes, <laughs> or madness. Yes, it's probably a mixture of both. In that, it shows it shows Mortara's just sheer good instincts as a driver to see that gap and go for it. Yeah, and to pull it off, I just well hope that the gap didn't close. I mean, that was yeah. I think he was inches away from the back of Rast. Uh, was it Rast or Verline? I think it was Verline. He was inches away from Verline's back tire. Yeah, I thought that could it have was been. Rast. It might have been Rast. It was. It was I, one of Rast. Yeah, uh, Verline was behind. Rast I know that at some Mitch point, Evans yeah. was one of them. But yeah, then, Evans moved out of the way even, somehow. Oh no, it was Verline. I think it, it was, was Verline because it was yeah. a sort of white yes, car. I, I remember the the you know the three cars together, but then I remember them saying Mitch Evans has just gone past Verline as well. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a three wide mad dash. I mean, if he didn't have attack mode, I think that could have ended uh, pretty badly. Oh, he wouldn't I, have made that. But gap. I th- I don't think he would have decided to. But I think it also should be mentioned. Well done to Mitch Evans. For not forcing a crash I there. I think that's it. Mitch knew that the fight was not worth mm. taking because Mortara mm-hmm. um, just had far mm. more power going into that straight and bend. Yeah. Not worth fighting. And it was, I mean, good on Verline and if it was Verline and Evans for yeah. somehow choreographing a nice split down the middle like some video games. Yeah, I think door I think they they all wanted to keep their position, but I think all three of them understood if you cause a crash here, you all lose out. Yeah, exactly. It was not worth yeah. losing the podium over yeah, trying you, to close the door on you that You can one. go into attack mode and try again later. Yeah. You know, or, or just keep up with them and, and give it a go anyway. It, you, I think um, one thing that I really liked about, you know, all three of those drivers is they seem to have, in fact, there's a lot more that do this. They seem to have an understanding that just because you lose out at one point doesn't mean that's your last opportunity. And then yeah. there's thinking it's much more. a long more, race. Yeah, there's a lot more thinking in the long term, which I think is going to benefit uh, drivers like Mortara and yeah. um, and Evans and Verline for um, for the championship as a whole. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, but it was a fantastic race. I was I was sort of devastated that Rast didn't get on the podium because, quite honestly, he yeah. was my driver of the day to some extent. For the first part, uh, for the, fir- for the was three mine. quarters of it, and then Motaro's <laughs> overtake made me suddenly switch to his yeah. side. So, I'm very, very happy that Motaro got second, especially with what happened in the second race with him. Um, yeah. But I was kind of, I mean, I was happy for Evans, Motaro, mm. and the Vries to get on the podium. Yeah. But I was like, can I make another step for Rast? Because I really wanted him oh, to this... see getting something but for I, his he first got the big race. Lap. He did and get the that fastest is, lap that after, is really important. after a while. I mean, it took them ages to actually confirm it because it was... They had a problem with the scoreboard. Yeah, and it so was a problem with the scoreboard. It took a while to update. It was very odd, but I'm happy got an extra point for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, fantastic race from the top three. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see much of the mid-pack. The only thing that I remember of note was um, the crash between Lynn and Evans. And obviously with... No, it was Lynn and Bird. The Linden Bird, sorry, yeah. <laughs> By the way, amazing from Evans to uh, crash out and get there. 
Uh, but, it's been um, done before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and obviously no. I'm happy that Lynn is um, now all right after the second race incident. Yeah. But um, just specifically talking about the first race, it was his fault for that crash. It was. He closed the door on Bird. There was nothing Bird could do in that instance, and I can totally see why Bird was so frustrated is, in that situation. This is what I was saying about thinking in the long term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lynn could have just let that slide. Bird was clearly faster. I yeah, I think Lynn learns from mistakes, I think though. And I, it's I don't his past think it's... teammate, though, so he was probably just like, I don't want to lose this fight to Brits. Were Lynn, they? Lynn has raced for Envision before, I'm pretty sure. Yes, he has, because I yeah. remember him calling Bird short. Yeah, exactly. Yes. They yeah, have I, raced yes, together at no, some I, point I do anyway. Yeah, so but also they're two Brits. Of Frines. Yeah. Two Brits competing, I mean... As I, I understand people, the rivalry. We can say we are we are horrible in competition. We, yeah. <laughs> we hate one another. We are incredibly sportsmanlike when we're winning, not when we're losing. Yeah, um, and, and but, we sulk a lot. You're telling me. Uh, anyway, it was uh, it was unfortunate for Bird. No way he can continue with a broken suspension. I think they said it was. Yeah, I um, felt he tried for him to keep though. going, but yeah. um, the car was just totaled. So. Uh, not total, but you know, I just couldn't yeah. keep going. So he dropped out. Lynn dropped out. Yeah, Gunther dropped out, which was devastating. <laughs> that was an in, that was an impact in half. He took some air in that one. Uh, oh, yeah. I kind of feel bad, but he really. I, I felt like the pressure got to him. Like everyone thought, because the BMWs dominate in yeah. Deria, yeah, and because of the results that he got last year with yeah. two race wins, was it? I think it was two race wins. He did really well. He was last doing year. really well. Mm-hmm. A couple of podiums as well, apart from the one he got mm-hmm. disqualified for. Um, to see him crash out in first race, it was a bit, a bit of a shame. And um, I can't even see Dennis in in this one, but uh, I don't think Dennis. Oh no, he twelfth. So they came away with no points, considering they were the favourites to do well yeah. this this yeah. race. That was a bit of a shame. I mean, it's you can't shame. expect Dennis to really like be at the front, considering he is a he is a rookie. Uh, going for crashing out. By that mistake of zone, that's no one's fault. It's just he hit the yeah. dust and spun yeah. out. It's a bit was, disappointing from them, but oh, it, it, I know it, he'll take it, it to heart. It but, was not yeah. disappointing in a way of like um, he's an idiot uh, or anything like we're, that. We're not yeah. angry. We're just disappointed. No. It, it's it comes from a place of being like, oh, I I know how much they must have wanted that. Yeah, and it's disappointing to see people who you know have dreams be crushed in front of your very eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the same could be said for the Dragon team, who Muller couldn't set mm. a fastest lap time in uh, qualifying because Seti camera went off, mm. and Seti camera goes above Muller because just getting a faster lap in uh, the outlap. <laughs> so Muller's probably like. You caused me to not get a qualifying yeah, time, and you're yeah, still ahead of me. Yeah. But they finished twentieth and twenty-first, which wasn't yeah. good for them. Mm-hmm. Envision Virgin, they got nineteenth and seventeenth. Oh, terrible, terrible uh, it was, race for them. Again, disappointing in, in that you know that they're going to be taking. You know that's not what you want to happen. No, no. no I mean, Fran's crashing out, and then Cassidy not getting a lap time in qualifying again. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate, really. Um, Porsche not doing that well I mean Verline got fifth so that's some points but Lotter a 16th that's not it's not great especially starting seventh mm-hmm. but you had to go into the pits for something I can't remember if it was a drive through penalty or something like that uh, then you had the cheaters scoring 
zero points defending champions again and yeah. no points. But very happy for Neo, who oh, scored their yeah. first point considering they didn't yeah. get a single point last season. Yeah. That was it's, really nice to see. And Turvey yeah, looks fantastic. like he's very happy in that car. So And good for Rocket Venturi, which is my favourite yeah. team management of yeah, all Dan time. Yeah, Dan looks very happy in his yes. little spectacles. And I know. <laughs> he, he looks, looks great. He's, it suits him so well. I think is what, an, what a great team. It really is. Thing. They look they yeah. look like a very friendly team to work for. Yes. Um and they've proven themselves as really up there. I yeah. mean, Rocket look really good. Yeah. Considering what Jack Nichols was saying about how he'd eat his hat if they yes. won the championship, but you know, so they're let's contenders. Do, let's so. do commentary on the commentators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Mahindra Racing didn't have a best start. Alex Sims got seventh, but yes. considering he's won here, got two poles here. Yeah. It's not the best, considering he's just moved teams. Mm. I think there's a combination. I mean, at least at least Sims beat the BMWs. That's saying something, yes. but it yes. does show maybe Sims was huh? comfortable in the BMWs. A BMWs one of, they're one of the ones that have changed their powertrain, haven't they? I think they might be. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's the problem then. Maybe they're just yeah, getting just, used to it or something. Yeah, it's just getting used to it. So maybe that's it. Maybe the yeah. race pace is just off a little bit at the moment. Well, it's, it's maybe it'll it's be good in Rome time. or something. Yeah, maybe they all got used to it. I mean, they have plenty of time. Maybe the, yeah, maybe the rest of them struggled in the heat, and uh, BMW were actually thriving in the heat with their powertrain. Yeah, and now it's uh, it's dark. It's mm. a, it's a bit different. Um, so yeah, it was an enjoyable first race, and the the highlight clearly was the Mortara overtake, which. I, I think you'd be mad to say it wasn't that enjoyable to watch. It, it was, was. It was beautiful. insane. It was beautiful. It was um, heart stopping. Yeah. It, it was. But Every time I watched it, uh, I know the commentator said this as well, but, but I, we I totally agree. Every time we watched it, it was like it's not going to make it, <laughs> and then we, makes you, it. <laughs> you you watch it and you're just like, how? Yeah. How has he just done such a great move? It was. It was so. It was incredible. It was art. It, it really was <laughs> but uh it was a great race for for all of them in the top five i'd say yeah or even the top six and just a big congratulations to de vries de vries for his first formula yeah. e win and for me for my first 10 points on Your the first predictor. 10 points speaking of we'll go on to the second session yes. uh what was your predictions for race two it was a very, very optimistic, <laughs> very big sign of my bias. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, not, well, I suppose not exactly my bias, but what I've come to expect from certain people. Yeah. A certain level of driving mm-hmm. that I believe that people still have in them. <laughs> You're talking about one specific person, so you might as well I just am. come out and say it. Jean-Éric Byrne yeah. is a... Is a still a fantastic driver. I do not think we should dismiss him not at all. easily. Not at all. He's never proved himself to be a bad driver. I think that's the He's thing. He's proved himself to be a very unlucky driver. Unlucky. He's probably <laughs> one of the most unlucky with Lotterer, I'd find. Which is mm. funny because they're both friends, but Lotterer <laughs> had a lot of mechanical problems. But that's yes, no, thing. that's true. No, well, um, I also would say that sometimes you see Lotterer going it out himself. and you're just like, why would you do that to yeah. yourself? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Frines has well been very unlucky as well. But. Yes, yeah, Frines is quite um, unlucky. So you predicted him to... I predicted him to, to pole. That was mainly because he was in a good group. He was though. in a good he group. He was quite low down in the groups. I think both Tatita drivers drive best when they do not know the other one is there. Yeah, 
Uh, I think we I can think... all agree on that. The rivalry, <laughs> even the team boss have completely avoided the question of oh. how's their rivalry and just yeah. sort of went, um, we're just going to see how the race goes. And being Sorry. honest, I I am at the point where I am now. It's not that I'm angry, I'm just disappointed <laughs> um, with with that team. Yeah. I think it is a bizarre partnership. They are both yeah. extremely good drivers who want to be champions and you put them in a team where they are each other's biggest rivals. Yeah, it's the equivalent of putting two Formula 1 champions in the same seat like one one it one year the yeah. one, one the year after and then now they've got to compete for it. It's like how do you manage that? How- like who's getting priority or what's going well, on in the race the i think i think as we saw last year there were some odd priority things mm. where you had one was in front of the other but the other one would say i've got more energy and yeah, you're just like one percent or something like i that. think just, the mm. problem is for both of them they cannot have a team that 100 percent backs them because of the fact that they are both such good drivers yeah. And I think you can have two good drivers, but have some difference. Yeah. Like Burden Evans, I think, is going to be a really great team. I think I so. Think... I think they both get on pretty well. I mean, we saw yeah. after Bird won the race. No spoilers. We're jumping forward <laughs> a little bit. But yeah. um, they did. Uh, Bird, uh, not... Evans went straight up to Bird to congratulate yeah. it, but also explain mm-hmm. what happened to him in the race. Yeah. And that to me shows that they both care about what the other one's doing in the race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see them compete against each other. We didn't see that in race yeah. one because Bird was going to go behind Evans at one point, but because of the Lind situation, we didn't see them racing yeah. for position. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see later on if they're competing for the championship that yeah. what happens there. But I yes, currently, currently, it's calm. I'm optimistic. Yeah, they and both I look think fine. also they are managed. In, I think sometimes. The problem I find with Tachita is they're often treated exactly the same. They say, these are your targets. You're going to start together on the grid and you're going to make your way up the grid. And together. Together. In, and one of you will slipstream off the other one for the whole way up there. And then when and then and you'll swap. discover that the one behind has more energy somehow. And therefore, we, they shall be rewarded for going first. Yeah, and the one in front's been pushing too hard, so they're low on energy and they drop back. And yeah. then it's just like, you've messed up this whole thing. The, they don't really make a lot yeah, of sense in terms no. of tactics. But I mean, being fair to both of them, they have both won spectacularly and proven that they are the such amazing drivers. Yeah. But they do that at their best when the other one isn't there. Isn't there. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting because um it would be very interesting to see a one on one race to see yeah. who, and I, who did the best. I I don't even mean like one's dropped out of the race at all. I just mean that there's some distance between them. And I think it yeah. works so much better than this distance. But I think it is really unfortunate that they are both in a position where their team is not on their side. Because they yeah. also have to be on the side of the other one. The team has to be fair. And it means that, you know, neither Jev nor DaCosta can go back to the pit and say, what do I need to do next time to get round the other one? Yeah. They cannot even look at each other as rivals because of their team. It is such an odd pairing. It's a very odd pairing. Um, Mm. But it was nice to see that they both got uh, different groups yeah. for qualifying and you did see a it, honestly you didn't see a difference in their time if it wasn't for Felix Acosta's 
lock up into the last sector, into the last bend, actually. Yeah. Losing him two tenths of a second. Yeah. If he didn't lock up and got that bit, yeah. their timings would have been identical. Yeah. So they would have been next to each other. So they really are equal. They are. So it's, yeah, it, I, I assume, I mean, but. It, I um, think you need some difference. I think you need difference in temperament. I think, although I think yeah. some people think there is a difference in temperament, I would disagree. I think, <laughs> I think they're both quite similar. I just think competitive a... levels and the way that they compete is pretty yeah, much the same. I think so. Yeah. But so you put you put Jeff yes. on pole on because pole. because he was in a good group. Da Costa and Vern had some were in different groups, so I felt like they're not going to be. They gave each other space. Well, they had no choice. They were in different groups. It meant but yeah, that, it meant that they could just focus on an individual level. Yes. They weren't not having to think level. about how do we do this as a team. I think that's it. They want to do it as a team. But they both want to win. Yeah, and that's tricky. <laughs> that is tricky. Yeah. Um, but it's a shame uh, Jeff got very close to Super Bowl. Yeah. But lost P7. out because of uh, some unexpected timings. I mean... We actually joked, and it sounds like a harsh joke, but we joked that SETI camera would, would go f- pole well, because I we mean, didn't expect it and no one expected it. Yeah. And then suddenly he'd bang up there in second oh and we went, okay, I, did not see that coming. Um, impressive. It was a very good lap. Mm. I mean, he was chucking that car about. He even lost the back end at one <laughs> yeah. point. I think that was it. We were watching this race and we were seeing him go, you know, lose the back end, hit things, I think. Yeah. And then we were just, we were just <laughs> so watching this going, wall. we were just watching this going, oh my gosh, it's, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to repeat what happened yesterday. And then it ends up going up into, like, he was in fourth and then he ended up in the Super Bowl. And then after Super Bowl, he was in second. I think no. I think he got second in um, in just the regular qual- qualifying, and then held well, it he, in a. He, he did, did a fantastic lap, regardless. So well. It was, and it was interesting yeah. because when they were discussing his lap when it was going round, they were saying, "Oh, he's he's a couple yeah. of tenths down in this sector," and then you'd yeah. see the back end being lost. And you're like, "What on earth mm-hmm. is he doing? He's he's not going to get this." And then it went straight up to second. And it was like. Yeah. Good grief. Okay, this is anyone's game now. This is proven to be anyone's game. If the Dragons can get up there. Yeah. Muller got into Super Bowl as well, just um, yeah. beating um, Vern, which was yeah. very unexpected. I mean, honestly, I thought Vern had it. Yeah. But he dropped down quickly mm-hmm. uh, to get both Neos in yes. Super Bowl. That's oh. insane. It was it was it was great to see. It's great to see it being and probably an even more play, even playing field than it was last field. year, considering the Tatitas don't have a new powertrain yet. I think it's it's not. I mean, it was it was very unfortunate that the Mercedes couldn't compete in it because of mm. the powertrain with the incident with Mortara. Yeah, and, and I it think was very, very yeah. glad that Mortara was okay because that was we a horrible incident. Talk but. about what happened with Mortara because it was that his his brake failed and the uh backup brake also yeah the failed. software just cut out didn't yeah it? so um, straight so on that was why they the, all the mercedes had to get yeah. checked basically just yeah. in case uh there was <laughs> cut out during the race and suddenly they're plowing into the back of the grid and exactly and we have an even worse incident or yeah. something like that so well, exactly. it was understandable and you can't really push it back because of the timings of the whole you know, event. You know, you got the race at a specific time. If they delay qualifying, suddenly mm. those people going out mm-hmm. for Super Bowl have only got like an hour 
but to also prepare for a race. It's... There is there is a reason why the people who do best in the previous race have to go out first, and that oh, is yeah, to totally. prevent. Um, basically, you win the first one, therefore you always you, win. You, it's to give everybody yeah. a chance, and it's yeah. a very fair thing to do. I think it's, it works. It's very, very well. fair. I I still would have been very interested to see what time they did, despite being in group one for the race uh i can't remember yeah. what group uh van dorn would have been think group two would yeah. have been interesting but i totally understand why they did it and i saw a few yeah. people saying oh they're, they're penalizing mercedes and think no it's, no, a, it's this, a real safety when, issue when they make decisions because of safety it, it, it's you, totally understandable to. it's they totally understandable to. Um, so it was a shame for the mercedes but i totally understand and hopefully mm-hmm. those drivers understand as well it was mm-hmm. nothing to penalize them it was simply because you could go into a wall if like mortara did if we don't check your power train. yeah or it could be worse and it mm-hmm. could get yeah it could be even worse because mortara was lucky that it wasn't as bad but even was, he was worried that he wouldn't make it out yeah and that's what he it's said in the terrifying. interview it was uh it was a horrible sight to see mm-hmm. him actually talking about it and he was basically saying i don't want to think about it anymore because yeah. he thought that was his last moment and that's oh. but anyway it was a it was a horrible crash but and it was totally understandable why the mercedes had to sort mm. of miss out of that qualifying session but in the same time it was nice to see a completely mixed up grid compared to the first race yeah i think <laughs> uh selfishly for me um because i had told my dad he needs to start watching formula e and i said um, it's so different Formula One. You, it's not the same. And then a Mercedes went and won it. <laughs> yeah, I know, and, it was like um, typical. And I was just like, oh, stick with me. <laughs> it's fine. It will be different tomorrow. <laughs> and then it was. And I was, and uh, I rang him this morning and I was like, see? Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, it's <laughs> who could win? Who knows? I know. You know like, it, it, was, it was really nice to see a completely refreshed grid. Yeah. With some people at the top that, no one really expected. I mean, no offense to Turvey because he's a fantastic driver. No offense to Blunkfist because this is his really first season. Yeah, but I don't. You I see don't the think Neos up there. I don't think it's that we expect little from Turvey and Blunkfist. I think it's that we didn't expect much from a Neo. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the car that that, <laughs> yeah. that was the, especially after last season where they were just yeah. nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Um, to see them up in the top six. Yeah, um, powertrains working for them. It's just incredible. Yeah. Uh, well, if they are one of the it's ones that better. changed it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's better. I wouldn't say the race pace is quite there yet, but Not in quite. terms of pacing, qualifying pacing, it's certainly uh, competitive. I, I don't think compared to some of the bigger ones, I don't think they have a practice track. I think they no, get the they pra- did. Yeah, they did say they don't have yeah. any practice time, and so they've got a very small crew. It's compared. literally just the races we see as part of Formula so E. Considering they had that, three practices to get used to this car. Well, and the and practice pre- in Valencia. Yeah, but pre-season. I mean, that yeah. was months ago. Yeah, so it's yeah it. They don't have a part. They practice on the on the course. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so we got to the race. Completely refreshed grid. Very exciting again. Mm-hmm. Heart pounding. I was doing a uh, Gil from Mahindra. Is it Gil? I can't remember his name. I think it's Gil. But I was doing Ooh, the Mahindra boss guy, <laughs> bashing my heart, trying to stay with it. Yeah, trying um, to stay alive. It was have we, tense. <laughs> have we spoken about first attack mode? 
No. Uh, <laughs> well, I did accidentally at the beginning. Yes. Yeah, so I said you it went SETI camera. I said SETI camera and, and I did realised my mistake. And then really annoying me for me, it was Jean-Eric Vern. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone <laughs> predicted Vern to go first, which just makes what happened later on just very confusing. Um, uh, but yeah, I went SETI camera again. I feel really bad now because I, I expected the least amount, but, of, but nothing but not, from him. Not because be not because we think he can't drive, but just because he's one of the, well, the youngest the, driver he's in the, youngest the driver. thing. I mean, we thought, yeah, he's gonna he's he's gonna take a couple of years, you know, do what do what normal people do. Yeah, but he's just blown us away with his talent. Yeah, I mean, amazing, it, it really was, amazing. Uh, it was really incredible. Um, and very well deserved. Totally, mm. totally, and uh, um, shut me up really because I I didn't have a lot of faith in him, and uh, I should have. Well, uh, yeah. Again, I just think it's worth saying it's not that. It's just that we're so focused on the drivers that we're very used to seeing. Yeah, I think that's it. And yeah. considering what happened with the dragons in the first one, and that camera and went off in the qualifying. Yeah, I just assumed you know young driver rookie to this season. Yeah. It's going to take some time to get into it. I did not expect a second in qualifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and Muller to be sixth in two Dragons. I mean, the Dragons look great. And we joked about how, because oh, they've got yeah. a nice livery, they want to be at the top. Yeah. And clearly they did, because <laughs> it looks yeah. it looks amazing, them at the top. I, I worry about how often we manage to jinx things by having a joke about what we think yeah, will happen. Yeah, well, we should and- just- have a joke about yeah. let's just say this will never happen uh Cassidy will win the championship it's not going to happen watch as he does <laughs> and then watch, watch you do it now yeah um but yeah it was you're welcome Cassidy yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can owe it to us uh, I'll send the email um <laughs> invoice <laughs> send the invoice uh I honestly thought this was the most enjoyable race out of the two I didn't well, I, I thought I thought Mortara's move in the first race was just un- the best moment of the whole two races, but in terms of constant ongoing oh, like attacking, it, I'm I'm moves, sure as so someone, much was going on. As someone who really enjoys racing and seeing a lot going on, yes, it was it had everything you'd ever want. Yeah, but also it was incredibly stressful. Yeah, well, yeah, but that means that it was, yeah, you know, it was worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought, I thought the moves. Okay, I'm just gonna say it right. I know we said that we've got somewhat of a bias towards Vern just because we think he's a very well, nice person. I, I, and... Yeah, I, it's not that we we don't like Decosta at all. I mean, Decosta we like. We think he's a fantastic driver, a very worthy winner. Yeah. Um, but I think when it comes, I, th- I think uh, I'm gonna get all psychological here. Because I was thinking about why is it that you and I generally are just going like I, I mean we do have very logical reasons for believing that Vern was in the right and oh Costa for the incident in, for the incident yeah. yeah and I was a bit worried that we were we were biased to to a point but having thought about it a lot I do think that yeah it, it was um, that was really a bit on to Costa yeah if, I th- um, I, the way I see yeah. that specific incident I was actually going to just talk about how I thought Jev drove a fantastic race oh, yeah i mean they both um, did they both did i just think some of the overtakes that he did down that long straight and the late breaking yeah. point that he had i th- i just thought that was so entertaining to watch yeah. and i really felt like he deserved the podium but we'll get to that in a minute mm-hmm. um but 
going back uh, going to that instant yeah, yeah, quickly yeah. i just think that with what was going on and that jev clearly mm-hmm. had the pace but the costa was trying to get round bloomfist i think it was and he made a mistake and he went wide which meant that jeff was going to ca- ultimately catch up i mean that's what would yes. happen and in that yes. instance i think any logical team and I know that none of them have scored points, so they're completely equal. But any logical team, if you've lost pacing because you've gone offline yeah. and you've picked up dirt on your tires, yeah. you're going to be slow for the next lap. Mm-hmm. Give that place up. It's not like you, you don't yeah. want to fight each other for this when that car's going to be slower on that lap because it's got dirt on its tires. Now it's gone offline. Mm-hmm. And I just think trying to protect that because it was clear that he didn't want to lose out because of a mistake. Because for me, the 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 mental the way he was thinking was he made a mistake in qualifying which dropped him to ninth he makes a mistake in the race he drops down to fourth yeah to me it was like i don't want to lose again because of a mistake and because of that he could have taken both of them out i mean they should have really spoken about exactly the opposite of what mitch evans did the day before in yeah. him holding back so that Mortara and Verline didn't crash. Yeah, I think and that's it. I think there's no point that, fighting it. That coordination between Mortara and Verline and Evans, all on completely different teams, they were three of them were working better than two teammates. <laughs> two teammates. And I just felt at that moment, I was just like, I mean, when we were watching it, I didn't know that DeCosta had gone wide. So I was just watching this going, what on earth are these two doing? So yeah. later on, that I realized that DeCosta had gone wide, Jeb had more power. And yeah. in fairness to Vern, last year he they did a lot of that of whoever had the most power yeah. went first. And if they're gonna have that tactic in a year where DeCosta wins mm-hmm. and is doing better, then they have to use the same they have to treat them fairly. Yes. They do. I think and so. And Vern had given his position to DeCosta when DeCosta had more energy under attack mode. Vern still had an attack mode to use. Mm-hmm. He was gonna get past Acosta somehow. Yeah, and, and to almost cost them both the race to be so much of like it's all or nothing. That at was, that stage in the championship, it's yeah, a stupid it mentality. They could, it's of course, very it's short. It's a good thing that none of them got damaged, though. Yeah, they're they're lucky that I mean you. They could have gone into the wall, yeah, mm-hmm. but they could have damaged the. F- mm-hmm. I mean, Jeff could have damaged the side of his car. Yeah, the Costa could have damaged his front wing. Yeah, that would have cost them both points. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, only one of them got points in the end. But in the end, they just need to look at situations like that and actually be like, let's think logically. Like mm-hmm. they could have kept together, mm-hmm. been sensible. The Costa yeah. went wide, trying to get him. They yeah. they fell back be- from the pack yeah. because of that incident. They did. And, you know, it cost them what could have been an easy 1-2 victory. Sorry, I bashed the mic. No, it's all right. It's okay. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, 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 I think they both need a slap on the wrist. But in terms of that, the move, I think the Costa was in fault there for shoving did, Jeff. Yeah, I don't I, think he the, had anything to gain from that. To, to just, I don't want people to listen to this and just think that we always take um, Vern's side because we don't. Um, last year, when Vern had the loose bit on his, yeah, he, um, he was an idiot then on his car. He should have moved out of the way for Decosta yeah, then. So it it's not it's it's we really do try and check our bias. Yeah. And um, but it, it yeah. is it it's just another. 
proof that they don't like competing against no. each other. That they both want it, and it, mm. it it leads to stupid mistakes. And it makes it hard as a fan of either of them. I have to say, yeah. it is I mean. to you've seen to choose to come from nothing, get two championship wins back to back with Vern, and then another one with DaCosta. Yeah, and I'm seeing here going. How can a team be so good and yet so stupid? Yeah, and I actually, I, I, after these situations, although mm. it's good drama, I, I don't support them because of these things. I, ex- I, I ex- want the move to someone like Jaguar, who I just think they yeah. deserve it now I because these the choosers can't pull their finger out and actually have a go at their drivers because they're too scared. It just mm. it reminds me of the time, and no, it's not related. Well, it's sort of related. It reminds me of the time when Vettel was at Red Bull mm. and the management just could not sort them out. Yeah. Like they both wanted it. Yeah. And the management just did not, could not put the foot down. Yeah. And so they both hated each other. Yeah. And it's just like, this is what's going to happen here. They're just mm-hmm. going to both hate each other. You've got a horrible working environment. The team isn't going to do well. They're both going to blame each other, and, and then and then yeah. <laughs> they're just going to both drop off as drivers. So really, someone needs to step in, if I, a psychologist or someone. Yeah, they need they need someone on that team that actually manages the team. The team. Yeah, yeah. they need someone that can do that, and, and I don't and gets feel both, gets them both to realize that this is a team effort. Mm-hmm. But I do think that they are a bit concerned that if one of them doesn't so i'd imagine one of them feels if i don't do well then i've lost any right to do well yeah. later on and i actually think that is what they they do they decide mm-hmm. within the first race who oh that person's done better so they're the priority for the next race yeah, yeah. you know and that's and not a great working environment honestly because no, that's not encouraging anything and it's therefore you're looking at two champions and saying um, we're not really going to support either of you. Oh, we, <laughs> we have no bias it's the, Just the points that matter champions. to us. Yeah, and they do well in the team's champions, but as a team, I, I think if they win team's champion this year, based on what we've seen so far, they don't deserve team championship. No. Either one of them could deserve to be the overall world champion if they race well and don't get in each other's way. Mm. But is it for team champions, if that's the way they're managing it, and I just think they're going to end up. Yeah. Someone's going to despise someone, and then the team's going to be this horrible environment. I but think they have to make a choice as a team. I, I think I don't think that I think one of them, Costa or Vern, should move teams for next year. Yeah, it's probably for the best. But then whoever joins the cheetah against them. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I think again. I think if I if I was either one of them, I would leave to cheetah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, we yeah. don't know what happens behind closed doors, but yeah. seeing them on the track, it it looks quite it's, like it's a it's, hostile place. It's a shame. And it's I a shame. It because, is a shame because two years ago I would have said, "Well, to cheetah, amazing. You know, yeah. what what a great team to have come from essentially being made up yeah. to having two world champions and indeed." I thought last year there was a bit of rivalry and I thought, oh, maybe, you know, that's something that they're going to sort out. Yeah. They clearly have not. Yeah. No, no. that's it. So, um, But we'll have to see what happens mm-hmm. going forward with them. I mean, DaCosta's mm-hmm. now going into it with 15 points into the championship. Jeff has none because of the penalty, <laughs> which we'll talk about in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they and obviously some of the people are stirring up this drama to make it you know that be the yeah. headline i don't want to do that no. i i just think it's interesting to see how they respond to making mistakes on the track or competing against each other on the track mm-hmm. and i just don't think it's healthy for a team to be doing that other teams can seem and to do it fine and uh, i think it's just them I think also it, it ruins it for everyone. If you know yeah. that you've got two to cheaters right in front of you, you're just going to want to not go near them because they're going to take each other out. Well, you'd probably be like, this is good. Then let them fight yeah. it out and I'll get past both yeah. of them. And, and it's, you know, it just makes everyone else go, yeah. if I see the two to cheaters together, this is great for me because that means they're going to be fighting mm-hmm. one another mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll uh, make up places thanks mm-hmm. to them. You know, Sam Birds or... Evans mm-hmm. or De Vries see them. They're both skilled enough to wait for them to make a mistake to yeah. shove each other off, and, that, and they've made up places. That is That's exactly not the thing. good tactics from a team to fight each other constantly. And it seems like they want they would much rather if one if one of them managed to go out as long as he's taken out his teammate. I think he thinks it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, they want the other one to do badly. I think yeah, that's actually instead at this of level. getting a one-two. Yeah. They would rather have someone go to third yeah. and the other and person go to 13th. Like, what has happened here? Mm. I mean, that's completely different to what actually happens, you know. It's not like the Custer whacked off Jeff, but at the same time, it's just like, whether, well... Sorry, whether or not that is what's happening, because we don't know. No. I don't. think that is the impression... That's that, what we can see from the races. Yeah, that's the definite impression that I think viewers are getting is that it's a really horrible environment yeah. over there and yeah. I, don't, I can't imagine that anyone is happy there no i can't i wouldn't be i i would hate it there <laughs> uh, especially when you just won three in a row and then suddenly you're looking like two people hating each other but again yeah. we don't know what's going on behind mm-hmm. closed doors one minute no. looks like they're fine next minute they're shoving I, each other off the road I, and it's I, just like what what's I, going on i think they want to get on i think they do but i think I just don't think they're compatible as people. No. But regardless, both of them had a good race. They mm-hmm. both made up lots of positions. I mean, yeah. DaCosta did start yeah. ninth and he got third in the end. Yeah. Vern did start seventh and made it he to third it to on the track. Then, so let's be honest, yeah. he made it to yeah. third on the track with some fantastic overtakes. Yeah, um, he still got it. Uh, they did fantastic races. But I don't think their drama should take away from the fact that Frines and Bird... Made, an amazing race fantastic races <laughs> yeah. I feel like Bird needs a lot of praise for doing seven wins in seven seasons every yes. season he's had a win it's Absolutely. just insane and I don't think this was the race win that was the most satisfying it's, no because you want to get across that finish line you want you that you kind of want to win by finish you, you kind know? of want to win by racing mm-hmm. and he didn't it was behind the safety car but it's it, understandable why yeah. he's behind safety car and red flags and stuff like Absolutely. that. Um, De Vries got fastest lap because of the penalties <laughs> because that the, happened later yeah, on. That particular penalty was was under a full cost yellow, one. so not yeah. not too controversial there. Mm-hmm. So Andy did get the fastest lap. To be fair, he got one hundred eight point eight compared yeah. to a one hundred eight point. Uh, Rast got one hundred nine point four. So he was no, I think it's one point zero nine four. Well, it just says here one. One minute, eight seconds, point eight one one. 
is what the fastest lap time was. Oh, okay. So, so okay, I see. Um, yeah. So that was the fastest ta- time, and he beat it by he beat Rasts by point six of a he- second. So yeah. he did get the fastest lap um, of anyone. Mm-hmm. It's just that he moved into the points because of the penalties. Yeah. So I mean, to be fair to Nick DeVries, to get from twentieth to ninth, yeah, take away the penalties, mm-hmm. it's still pretty impressive. Oh, and the cars that went out because of crashes and stuff like yeah. that but still oh, but he's in the points again so that's boosted his championship lead yeah by uh four points yeah so that's not not too bad not too shabby the grassy again in the points again starting is, 15th I, I mean, again because a, of a previous champion who's still got it degrassi yeah. is i mean magic. again he made up for people that got penalties yeah um but still it's good for him that's mm-hmm. more points to his yeah. Legacy of being the mm-hmm. highest point scorer in Formula E. Is, yeah. Turvey, sixth, which is fantastic. That's eight points. That means they've got the most amount of points in the last two years, I think. And so well deserved. Um, and the two Dragons, fourth and fifth. So a great finish <laughs> for all of them. And I'm very happy for Bird and Frines. Oh, so um, happy. I'm happy for DaCosta as well to get it. But I just feel under the circumstances, which we I, might I as well think, talk I, about now. Yeah. So... But before we talk about that, I just want to say that um, I'm happy that Lynn, after his I absolutely would, horrifying yeah. crash, I think we is should, doing all right. We should talk about that a bit in depth, but maybe in a minute. Uh, yeah, well, we're we'll over a, the we'll hour talk mark. About, but we'll talk about the, the negative stuff first, but then I want to talk about like particularly... Other positives, yeah. Well, not necessarily, it's not necessarily a positive thing because he crashed. No, no, no. But just the that there's good news and what happened and indeed, uh, I think, my new favourite driver because of how well they behaved on the track. Yes. Okay, <laughs> so the controversy was yeah. after the race, uh, which was in safety car for or full course yellow from like for a 10-minute marker, I think. No, they were, they were in it from... They had 15 minutes left on 15? the clock. It yeah. was something, it was quite a long it way until the end. It was more than a third of the race. It was more than a third, okay. So it was a, it was a long time. It was mm-hmm. full course yellow because of a crash between Gunther and Blunkfist. And then a crash. And then a crash between, between Evans and, and Lynn, and Lynn mm-hmm. which was the one that caused the eventual red flag. Yeah. Um, it was full course yellow for a while, and then Bird was saying on the radio, "There's a lot of debris in cars." Oh, that was after. No, that uh, was in then. The it went car. into safety yeah. car, and yeah. they were saying, "You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of debris in cars on the track." Mm-hmm. And then, after it passed three minutes to go with one lap, then it went to the red the flag, flag, and the and race was called off. It was called off. So it early. was a yeah, it was called mm-hmm. off early. So it was a long time yeah. under safety car conditions and yeah. full course yellow. Yeah. And then the red flag cut off the race early. Yeah. And the penalty was given to those who hadn't taken the second attack mode. But the problem is that the new rule that the Formula mm. E have set about is you cannot take your attack mode yes. in safety car conditions because of what happened last yes. season where cars got confused, overtook under safety car. Yeah. When it still hasn't, when racing conditions yeah. weren't back to mm-hmm. green flag scenario. Mm-hmm. And so they penalised the people who still had an attack mode, which was Jev, who was in third place. Yeah. And the reason was because it went against the rules. And a lot of people were unhappy. And I th- we were very unhappy because you can't, inf- in my opinion, you can't enforce a rule to say everyone has to take an attack mode and then have at least 10 minutes 
but it, maybe it was less, maybe it was more, at least 10 minutes of a race in safety car. Yeah. And then call it off mm-hmm. and then be like, well, you didn't call take your attack early. Mo- call it off early and then be like, you didn't take your attack mode. It's and like, how how is he physically well, able to do that? They and how is he meant to think ahead? The, you the, can't predict the future. They didn't no. know. They have invented a rule that is paradoxical. By yeah. obeying one rule, you are disobeying the other. Yeah. If they have to take attack mode before the end of the race, but you cannot take attack mode under safety car, yeah. then you are prevented by that rule from obeying the other one. Yeah, exactly. It is... It, and yeah. the thing is, it, I've seen a lot of people defending it as well, and the the most popular one is about the, the Formula 1 tyres that you have to take two compounds. And, yeah, I, I totally yeah. understand that. But, they, but there's two things. One, they can take... They can go to the pits to change their yeah. tires under a safety car or yeah. full for or virtual safety car yeah. or I don't yeah. think they have full course yellow, but yeah. they can take a pit stop at any point. Yeah, you now can't in Formula E take attack mode right. if there's a safety car. Yeah, if there's a safety car for at least like forty minutes of a race, you say can, it goes on yeah. for forty minutes of a safety yeah. car. <laughs> So what you, do they do? Yeah, so you, what are you meant to do in that situation? Exactly. And also, um, they ended the race prematurely. There's a lot of people online who are saying, well, there was less than four minutes left. You need four minutes to complete attack mode. You do not have to have completed attack oh, mode. You don't have to before. take it. I think, I think if they have ended the race early, yeah. then that is on them. But what I imagine has happened is that this is an absence of a rule. Yeah. I don't think they actually have a plan for what happens if it ends under safety car and red flag and the race is ended early and people cannot take their attack mode under safety car. Mm. I don't think they actually have a rule for if that happens. No. And I think, therefore, the only rule they can go by is that they finished the race, they did, without taking their second attack mode. And I think, yes, that is the rules, but it seems to me like there has been a massive oversight and it would be something that I'd imagine they'd fix for the future. Mm. That there You'd needs, hope so. You, you cannot have rules that negate each other. Yeah. You cannot <laughs> yeah. say... Because if, if any of those three that got the penalty had taken that attack mode to not get the penalty, mm-hmm. they would have got a penalty for taking it under... When the, when they weren't allowed to, yeah, exactly. That is, it's very very conflicting. Yeah, and I think they have created a rule paradox. I think that I'm trying to think of what to say. Really, I mean, I I completely mm. disagree with it. I think mm. if you have attack mode open from the second lap of race control, mm. and it's open for the entire rest of the yeah. race, to say well, he should have taken it early in case. Yeah, makes no logical sense. They leave it open for as long as the race goes on for. Yeah, meaning if they want to take it on the last lap to get that extra boost, yeah. so they can go full energy. Yeah, they can do that. They can. I I don't also understand the people that say, oh, that it's a disadvantage to those who have taken the second attack yeah. mode. It's like two tenths of a second that you go offline. Yeah. It, if Jeff can hold third place without taking the second attack he mode and using, but what I'm saying is, yeah. even if he didn't take that attack mode to hold third when you've 
got cars behind you who have taken the attack, mm. second attack mode. Mm-hmm. Surely that proves to me that he's a better driver because yeah. despite them having a boost advantage, mm-hmm. he's still been able to keep third. Yeah. So the fact that he's getting penalised for not having an advantage in a race that makes no logical sense. He hasn't. He's in fact yeah. penalised himself from not having an extra three, four minutes of thirty-five mm-hmm. kilowatts. Yeah. So what? <laughs> what are you going to penalise him because he didn't have a bonus? Yeah. What, I, what is there, this logic? I think. I think. Yeah, there is that argument completely. I mean, yeah, he could. The, 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 the other way you can mm. see it is, yeah, he didn't go offline, he didn't lose the places, and then maybe he looked, slotted him back and couldn't overtake them again. Yeah. But we know, come on, it's the Diria track with that huge straight. It's 35 kilowatts of energy. He would, He's going to get past He would have probably dropped down to fifth and then most likely have ended up in second. Yeah, uh, unless they crashed. But then that's an unforeseen circumstance. Like, How do we know if he was going to lose places... Game places. We don't. You're penalising a, pl- a, a, a person who could not predict that there yeah. was going to be a horror crash yeah. at the end of the, la- in the 10 minutes of the end of the race mm-hmm. and then slapping him with a 24 second, which I don't know where they got that from. The thing that doesn't make sense about the penalty is that he got, well, the three of them got the penalty because they hadn't taken attack mode by the end of the lap. The penalty is meant to be you do a drive through. Penalty. Penalty, yeah. You cannot do that if the race is finished, but yet this rule only applies if the race has finished. <laughs> so it's, why yeah, yeah. So, have a drive-through penalty? But the thing is just like, okay, so you've decided that these people, Cassidy, Vern, Rast, I'm sure there was another one, and I can't remember. I it was just the three. Uh, maybe it was just the three, but I'm pretty sure there was a... There was a under four-course yellow. There was a few, yeah, which was Cassidy and Rast, so... Okay, you've decided that they didn't take it at the end of the race. Mm-hmm. And your penalty in the rules is that they have a drive-through penalty. When do why, they take that? Why don't they just move that into the next one? Especially, I think especially because into the Rome. race was ended early. Yeah. If it was, if it was Circumstances. I think they need to have a rule for if the race is ended early, you have to do a drive-through penalty the next race. If the race ends normally, then yeah, you get a 24-second. I, th- I think the thing as well that, that says to me that, mm. you know... This was a tactical thing from Jeff. He took the first attack mode yeah. of the race, which yeah. says to me, okay, he's going to use it at the beginning and the end. Yeah. He can't. No. Now. His tactics have gone out the window, yeah. and he can't change that. And I saw some people saying, well, why didn't he just take it after the first safety car? No one expects a safety car no. in the last 10 minutes no. of a race to then go red flag. This is the first time... You have to be a genie to figure that one out. I don't think that's what genies do. Well, you know, someone that can see they in the future, you know what? <laughs> well, he needed a wish, I know that much. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, he needed if to you ever see meet a genie, the... you're going to be really surprised. You mean you can't see my future? What, what is this? You could ask that as one of your wishes. Oh, yeah, that's but he true, wouldn't. Yeah. What was he going to do? Like DaCosta comes up to him and says, "I want to win the race." Just slaps the magic just... ball out of his hand. Oh no, the lamp out of his hand. Nope. <laughs> no, because if you're saying he's the genie, then someone's going to come and say, "I wish I would win against yeah, you," that's and true, he's just yeah. like, "Damn it!" Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving back. He's not a psychic. Um, he's not a psych. He's not a psychic. Yeah. The team aren't psychics. No. And I find it very uh, the fact. Okay, there's two other mm. things that I want to say, mm-hmm. and then we should probably just wrap it up yeah um okay one they knew of the crash that happened to lynn yes 
and yet they went into full course yellow. Yep. The med- you could see the medical cart coming down the straight mm-hmm. when they were all in full course yellow. Yep. They knew that he was upside down. They yeah. knew how impactful that was. Yeah. It took at least nine minutes before they p- deployed a red flag. Any other race, someone goes into a barrier at that speed, upside down, it's a straight red flag because that's a health that concern. That should be. The, why yeah. the hell did they wait so long? And they put under a safety car, fine, mm. but... <laughs> it should have been red flag, red flag immediately because and then that's a, a medical concern. But they have, they, have ne- they have never had it that a red flag didn't have a restart. They chose yeah. to end it, and they completely prevented people from taking that attack. Yeah, yeah. But I think we've made it very, very clear our opinions on that. They need to sort that out. Yeah, and, and I yeah. just think it, I think it's insulting that they waited so long to put it under investigation as well. If yeah. if that's your it's, rules, you don't need to do an investigation. It was, yeah, it was. It, it should have been the rules. Uh, I know that they they said originally that Vern didn't show up because he was annoyed with Jocasta. I think that's now been disproved. No, that it was that he he understood that he, wasn't he was given a penalty. He thought that was what was going to happen, so he didn't show up. He didn't yeah. want to show up because so, he didn't think he was on that podium. It, it it's just it was a mess, mm-hmm. and the fact that they just went it's under investigation that makes no sense. It's like, well, do you have to recheck your rules? Yeah. Surely you know what this, where I this honest, stands. I honestly think that they don't have a rule for that instance. I no. think they have a rule that you that can't take attack mode after safety car. And they have a rule that you have to have taken attack mode before the end of the race. Yeah, and I think they just went, this is the new rule in action here. Yeah. How do we sort this out? Mm-hmm. And because of it, it cost Jev third place and uh, po- important points going into Rome. Yeah. And... Uh, Honestly, I feel bad for him because he drove a hell of a race. Yeah. And if that safety car did come in mm-hmm. and he took the attack mode, I do think he could have been competing for first. I think it is. But we can't. They have obviously bought in this rule thinking this is a great idea and they haven't thought it through. No. They have not thought it through. No, I don't didn't. really get what was wrong with having the attack mode on a safety car anyway. I mean, it was a bit of a mess in one race, but every other race seemed fine. Yeah. I don't see. I, I don't really it get was, it. Was and to, the fact that there was there is no contingency for what happens if the race is ended early, as in <laughs> yeah, it says it, it all. is ended unexpectedly. I just don't know how you cannot think of a scenario like that. Like mm. they don't expect any time to for a red flag at the end of a race. It's like yeah, well it's happened before. So I I I, mm. I don't know. I I just don't get the logic behind it. It, it feels like they went. Oh, this rule would be great because it, it will mean there's less confusion about the attack mode and yeah. it won't be as much of a mess as it was back in yeah. <laughs> Diria in the second race. And then it's Diria again in the second race and we've got a mess of a scenario it, it, because of the not, safety car and the it's attack mode. putting a sticking plaster over a big crack in the wall. It's not, it's, yeah, it's it, not, it's not gonna help. sorting it out. And now it's basically going to encourage a lot of people to mm-hmm. take attack mode early, meaning yeah. tactics are going to basically be the same for every it's, team. It's going to be basically everyone take their attack mode in the first two races and then we're going to forget it exists. Yeah. Uh, it's a real shame. Mm-hmm. I think Vern's taken it well on social media. but. I would say I feel sorry for Cassidy and Rast, but their their penalties of the full course yellow sort of 
mean that their penalty for the yeah thing kind of I, I still don't think ignored. that they deserved to have a penalty for not taking an attack mode yeah. when they couldn't take an attack i mode. still i disagree with that penalty completely yeah like just full stop it's yeah. it's a stupid rule there's yeah. so many things that's wrong with it in yeah. my opinion mm-hmm. but i speed and four course yellow there's no dispute in that one so no, 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 no. you know rast lost his fastest lap because of that and yeah to be fair you know whatever yeah. um but then you want to talk about really the, the positive like at the about, end. Um, what happened to Alex Lynn? I think we know he his car. Uh, there was a collision between, or there was contact between him and Mitch Evans' car in front of him. He flipped upside down and skidded upside down For along a good, the track. Like hundred meters skid. Uh, unfortunately, seen the video because people kept sharing it. Um, it's not very nice to see. Um, and thank goodness he is conscious. He's okay. talking as well. Talking. And he's going to be fine for Rome. And he's going to be fine said. for Rome. So shows um, that he's uh, he's willing to get back in that car, which is always a positive. But I think proving a big point in that Mitch Evans seems to be the nicest person yeah. to have ever existed. Um, <laughs> um, to her, Even though I know he was part of the crash, and I think you can argue, yeah, he was, um, you know, he was part of the reason that uh, Lynn uh, was where he ended up. He still got out of that car and walked her and ran over to to Lynn to make sure he was okay. Yeah. And did not check his car, did not try and get any more places. His main concern was for, for a fellow striving. racer. Yeah. Not even his own points, team, career, anything. And uh or indeed he could have even got a penalty for getting out of the car without having race director's permission. Yeah. Um, Good thing I would they didn't not award be surprised that if they did that. If they um, did, that's just the most it, inhumane thing. It's there. horrible. But, um, yeah, it um, was very, very nice of him. He's a such a nice bloke. From what, he, yes, know. stroppy at times, but nice. But they all are. They I mean, all are. even Sims can get stroppy. I'm sure, but we yeah. just never hear it. Um, Glasses come off. It's all going down now. <laughs> yeah, but it shows to me a couple of things. One. Mm. The halo again proves itself to be mm-hmm. just revolutionary and the, probably the mm. the biggest jump in safety for all motorsport. I yeah, mean, we've had so many, yeah, just necessary totally thing. necessary. We've had so many instances of the last year and a bit of drivers almost losing their lives mm-hmm. because of a horrendous crash, mm-hmm. and the halo has just saved their lives. And again, mm. I, I think this is another instance of. If that halo wasn't there, could we have been seeing would, another I, one yeah, lost? I we don't, we don't, we don't know, know, but that but... halo guaranteed that he was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see that he's fully conscious, talking to the guys at Mahindra. Says he's going to be fine for the race in uh, Rome in yeah in, in April. In April, April eighth. No, I know that I know that one's on May eighth, but April second, yeah. April eighth, something know. like that. But he's yeah. going to be okay for that, which mm-hmm. shows that it's not too serious um and it just also shows that in motor racing sometimes driver safety and looking after your fellow yeah. com- not combatants um your fellow <laughs> competitors yeah. is more important than yeah the place you finish at the end of the race absolutely and we can really see that with um evans and what a hero yeah, yeah. what a nice guy for uh going to check on uh someone he's raced with before and Mm. race with Jaguar in he had Jaguar 
He was in Jaguar for a bit. Like Lynn's race with everybody. He has. He (laughs) hasn't actually had a full seat in the season, I don't think. I think he's always been jumping about. Mm. Um, But it was nice. Um, And just, yeah, just happy that Mortara and Lynn got out of it. But it fine. It does show the importance of this is a dangerous sport. It is. And they they do risk a lot by doing it um, for the love, for the entertainment. Everything like yeah, that. for our viewing experience, yeah. that's all it is. I yeah, mean, it, it you would... could say it's to prove who's the best, but, but really, they wouldn't yeah. be doing it if it wasn't for entertainment for our entertainment. So, yeah. it, it's nice to hear when they are okay. Yeah, um, and yeah, it was it was uh, it was a shock end, and a lot of mm. people were angry that the race finished under a red flag, I and think... it was kind of underwhelming, but. It should have been a red flag earlier yeah. and there should have been, I think, a restart yeah. once we were certain that Alex Lynn was going to be okay. Yeah. And but there shouldn't have been penalties. penalties. But at the end of the day, the most important thing was that everyone who mm. entered the race weekend left the race weekend fine. Yeah, that absolutely. A few injuries, I'm sure, for Lynn anyway, but not yeah. life-threatening. Yeah. And that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Yeah, and I hope I do hope for both Mortara and Lynn that they also get the uh, mental health support that they will probably need. Yes. After that, especially as, well. as Lynn had a really horrible few days. Yeah. Um, and they do take it hard if they feel like things haven't gone the way they hoped that totally, they would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was a eventful first few races. Really enjoyed it. It's so nice to have it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the racing even mm-hmm. though i disagree with the penalties mm-hmm. and there was some moves that i was just frustrated with almost had heart attack a few times yeah horrible crashes of mm-hmm. course but motor racing's back uh, from the ease back mm-hmm. and it's as good as it was last season yeah. in fact i think it was better than last season's mm-hmm. two races uh, i can't wait for rome honestly and it's a long wait <laughs> i know okay snap decision have to answer immediately who's going to win rome Vern. Oh, okay. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> New powertrain. Yeah. He's going to have that drive. He's in low group for qualifying. Yeah. He's got the most opportunity it's to win. second group for qualifying. Yeah, it's better than being in first, yeah. which Costa's no. in. So. Yes. Um. Yeah, it would be great to see him win. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm Sam Mitch Evans. Do you think? Yeah, because yeah, he's in the lowest group as well. So. Yes. And he's oh, also my new favourite person. Vernon Mitch in uh, first and second, I bet That you. would be an, a very interesting race, them two racing I'm very intrigued to watch it, but it could be wrong. It could yeah. be Turvey and Pole. We just don't know. Yeah. Um, but it'd oh, be very interesting. Oh, you missed a joke there. What did you say? I missed you, it. No, no, I didn't say anything. You missed an opportunity. Oh, no, topsy-turvy. You could have been <laughs> could be turvy on top. Turvey on top. Oh, well. I'm sorry, we'll retire immediately. Jack Nichols got (laughs) hate for saying it yesterday, so I wasn't going to do it. Um, But yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll post some bits on YouTube. It's going to be on all platforms. Yay. And uh, if you like this, make sure to let us know on social media or any way you can find possible. And uh, we'll see you in Rome or if anything comes up near the time. Um, thank you for for listening and yep. we'll see you in the next one yeah see you and uh, all the best to Mortara and Lynn yes I hope they're recovering <laughs> well thanks for listening and see you next time bye